What's going on, everybody? This is Ben from Retro Ben Gaming. With all the craziness happening in the world today, I decided to add a little positivity to it with this podcast. This podcast is going to focus on all things video games, whether it's discussing them, playing them, or just getting them on the cheap. Now, whether you're a PC player or a console player, I believe we all have something to add to this conversation. So I hope you enjoy the podcast, and as always, keep gaming. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate it. It's been a while since I loaded one of these up. I apologize, but man, has it been busy. And I think I said this last time, too. End of the year, job is busy. I'm trying as hard as I can. I really am. Hopefully, this will change to the new year, and I'll be in a position to make more of these podcasts. But until then, I hope you really enjoy this one. Today, we're going to talk about Super Mario RPG. So I recently picked this up on the Switch during Black Friday, and I have the original one for the Super Nintendo, played it as a kid, loved it, and I'm loving the one on the Switch as well. I figured we could learn the history about Super Mario RPG together. Hope you enjoy. Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars is a role-playing video game developed by Square and published by Nintendo for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in 1996. It was the final Mario game published for the Super Nintendo. The game was directed by Chihiro Fujioka and Yoshishika Maokawa. Produced by Shigeru Miyamoto, I know that one, and scored by Yoko Shimomura. Super Mario RPG's story focuses on Mario and his friends as they seek to defeat the Smithy Gang, who has crashed into their world and scattered the seven star pieces of Star Road. It is the first RPG in the Mario franchise, drawing from major elements of Square's RPG franchises such as Final Fantasy. The main form of fighting enemies is turn-based combat with a party of up to three characters. It is also the first game in the Mario franchise to have gameplay within an isometric 3D environment, allowing for a new variety of the exploration and platforming elements reminiscent of the Super Mario series. Super Mario RPG was critically acclaimed, and particularly praised for its humor and 3D rendered graphics. It was the inspiration for Nintendo's other role-playing series, Paper Mario and Mario and & Luigi, and both are spiritual successors which retain some gameplay elements. The game was released on the Wii Virtual Console service in 2008, marking its debut in Europe and Australia, and later for the Wii U's Virtual Console in 2015. It was also included with the Super NES Classic Edition in 2017. A remake developed by Art Pizza for the Nintendo Switch was released worldwide on November 17, 2023, and received positive review from critics, me being one of them. Super Mario RPG contains token similarities to other Square-developed video games, such as the Final Fantasy series, along with a story and gameplay based on the Super Mario Bros. series of platforming games. Like most traditional JRPGs, the two main sections of the game are adventuring and turn-based battle sequences. Much of Super Mario RPG's gameplay is outside monster battles and plays like an isometric 3D platformer, in which traditional Mario elements such as punching floating question blocks from below are prominent. There are no random encounters, and as such, enemies are visible in the field. A battle ensues only if Mario encounters one. This allows the player to evade unnecessary battles. The player's party initially begins with only Mario and grows to five characters. Mario and up to two other members participate in battles, 
who can be swapped out while the player explores the overworld. Each of the five characters has a unique set of attacks and techniques. For example, Princess Toadstool's abilities are primarily healing techniques, whereas Geno and Bowser have offensive attacks that deal high amounts of damage. The combat is based on a traditional turn-based battle system with the addition of action commands that amplify a move's effects. The player starts each turn by choosing to attack, defend, run, use an item, or perform magic from the combat menu. The action command consists of timed button presses during an attack, special moves, defenses, or item usage, which become a mainstay of later Mario RPGs. The game world is set in a geographically diverse land, which includes mountains, forest, and bodies of water. Each region has distinct characteristics held by its inhabitants. Mushroom Kingdom is inhabited by toads, Moleville is inhabited by moles, Monstro Town is populated by reformed monsters, Yoshtur Island is where Yoshi and his species reside, and Nimbus Land is an area inhabited by cloud people. Bowser's Castle is another prominent location in the game, as it holds the portal to the Smithy Gain's homeworld. As in most Super Mario games, the main protagonist is Mario, whose initial goal is to rescue Princess Toadstool from Bowser. Soon after the start of his journey, the Smithy Gang, the main antagonist of the game, invades Mario's world. While attempting to stop the group, Mario is joined by Mallow, a cloud boy who thinks he is a tadpole. Gino, a doll possessed by a celestial spirit from the Star Road, Bowser, whose armies have deserted him out of fear of the Smithy Gang, and Princess Toadstool, who was lost in the turmoil that occurred when the Smithy Gang invaded. The Smithy Gang is led by Smithy, shocking, I know a robotic blacksmith from an alternate dimension with aspirations of world domination. One day Mario sets out again to rescue Princess Toadstool from King Bowser at his castle. During the battle, a giant living sword named Exor falls from the sky, breaks through the Star Road, a pathway that helps grant people's wishes, and crashes into Bowser's castle, sending Mario, Princess Toadstool, and Bowser flying in different directions, as well as scattering the seven star fragments. Mario lands back at his pad and meets up with Toad, who tells him he must rescue Toadstool. Mario returns to Bowser's castle, but Exor destroys the bridge, preventing him from entering. Mario makes his way to the Mushroom Kingdom, where Mario encounters a quote-unquote tadpole named Mallow, who has set out to retrieve a frog coin taken by the local thief Croco. After Mario helps him retrieve the frog coin, they return to the Mushroom Kingdom to find that it is overrun by the Smithy Gang followers of the evil robotic blacksmith king named Smithy. Mario and Mallow enter the castle to defeat gang boss Mac, and subsequently find a mysterious star piece. Mallow accompanies Mario to Tadpole Pond so they can get advice from Frog Fuchsius, Mallow's grandfather. He reveals that Mallow is not really a tadpole and says Mallow should join Mario on a quest to find the seven star pieces as well as Mallow's real parents. The duo travel to Rosetown, where they meet a star spirit who was animated and taking control of a wooden doll named Gino. After battling the bow-like creature Boer, who is immobilizing residents of Rosetown with his arrows, they retrieve another star piece. Gino joins Mario and reveals to him the star piece is a part of a shattered star road, where he normally resides. Gino has been tasked with repairing the star road and defeating Smithy, so that the world's wishes may again be heard. The trio eventually head to Booster Tower, the home of the eccentric amusement venue owner, Booster, where they encounter Bowser, whose minions have all deserted him. 
Bowser reluctantly asks Mario to help him to reclaim his castle. Mario agrees, allowing Bowser to save face by pretending he is joining the Koopa Troop, and Bowser joins the party. The new team intercepts Princess Toadstool just before she is forcibly married to Booster, but it turns out that the wedding wasn't real. Booster, having no idea what a wedding is, just thought it was a fun party and abruptly returns home after devouring the cake. After her rescue, the princess returns home to Mushroom Kingdom only to then decide to join the party while her grandmother takes her place in disguise. After gathering five star pieces, they search Nimbus Land. A statue maker informs them that Valentina has the rulers of Nimbus Land being held captive, and her sidekick Dodo is impersonating the prince so he can make Valentina queen. The statue maker recognizes Mallow as the true prince, then disguises Mario as a statue to infiltrate the castle. There they defeat Valentina and Dodo. The newly liberated king and queen, Mallow's parents, inform the group that they saw a star fall into the nearby volcano. After traveling to Barrel Volcano to obtain the sixth star piece, Mario's party learns that the final piece must be held by Smithy in Bowser's castle. They battle their way through the assembled enemies to enter the castle, where they discover that Exor is actually a gateway to Smithy's factory, the place where Smithy mass-produces his army. Mario and company cross over, find the heart of the factory, and defeat Smithy, thereby stopping his army creation and causing Exor to disappear. The collected star pieces are used to repair the Star Road. Gino returns to the Star Road, Bowser rebuilds his castle with his newly reformed army, Mallow regains his rightful title as Prince of Nimbus Land, and Mario and Princess Toadstool return to the Mushroom Kingdom to celebrate their victory. According to Yoshi Hongo of Nintendo, Super Mario RPG came out of Shigeru Miyamoto's desire to make an RPG game using Mario plus Square's desire to develop an RPG that could do better outside of Japan than their previous games. Development began in early 1994 after a business meeting between Nintendo and Square. The first phase was spent on deciding a basic system, while the isometric view was chosen to help bring the world to life. To help the game fit with the Mario series, it was made to be more action and movement focused compared to Square's other RPGs. Development began in earnest during the second quarter of 1995 when the programming, story events, and graphics data were being implemented. The game was officially unveiled by both Mario creator and producer Shigeru Miyamoto and co-director Chikaro Fujioka at the 1995 V-Jump Festival event in Japan. Miyamoto led teams at Nintendo and Square, who spent over a year developing the graphics. The story takes place in a newly rendered Mushroom Kingdom based on the Super Mario Bros. series. Square reported the game about 70% complete in October 1995. The developers created the interior elements such as columns, stairways, and exterior elements with advanced computer modeling techniques. Special lighting effects were used to create shadows and reflections that were meant to improve the 3D elements. Shinya Takahashi, who would later become head of Nintendo SPD and Nintendo EPD, design the game's CG models. With guidance from Miyamoto, Square developed the game, combining role-playing aspects of previous Square games like Final Fantasy VI with the platforming elements of Nintendo's games. Square's Final Fantasy series was the model for the battle sequences, while the tradition of Super Mario Bros. games demanded a lot of action. Mario's ability to jog in eight different directions and jump up or down on a three-quarter perspective gave him a 
large room of motion. At 70% completion, the mix of adventure and action gameplay elements placed it in a category closer to The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. When Nintendo America received a 60% complete version in November, the staff were surprised at the inclusion of an RPG battle system. The battle screens, using pre-rendered sprites as in the rest of the game, included tack animations of equipped weapons. In December, further development and improvements to the gameplay delayed the translation of the game. For example, the Chancellor, who was named the Mushroom Retainer in Japan, was called the Minister in North America. Plans continued through February for the North American version, changing the release date forecast from winter to spring. The game's soundtrack was composed by Yoko Shimamura, who incorporated arrangements of music by Koji Kondo from Super Mario Bros., and three tracks by Nobuo Uematsu from Final Fantasy IV. She regards the Super Mario RPG score as one of the turning points in her career. On March 25, 1995, NTT Publishing released a two-disc soundtrack album, Super Mario RPG Original Sound Version. Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars is one of only seven Super Nintendo games released outside Japan to use the Nintendo SA1 chip. Compared with standard SNES games, the additional microprocessor allows these features. Higher clock speeds, faster access to the random access memory, greater memory mapping capabilities, data storage, and compression. New direct memory access modes, such as bitmap to bitplane transfer, and built-in CIC lockout for piracy protection and regional marketing control. It was not released in the PAL region. Nintendo representatives cited the need to optimize the game for PAL televisions and translate it into multiple languages. However, a proper PAL localization would eventually be released twice, first with a Wii Virtual Console port in 2008, followed by the Switch Remake's worldwide release in 2023. In Japan, Super Mario RPG sold 1.47 million copies, making it the third highest selling game in Japan in 1996. Its sales in the United States surpassed Nintendo's expectations. For the release, in the middle of May 1996, Nintendo shipped 300,000 copies to retailers. Nintendo estimated selling through more than 200,000 units within one month on shelves. A company representative said that it was on track to easily exceed our 500,000 target, and it may easily become a 1 million seller by the end of the calendar year. By August 24th, It had been the most rented game in the United States for 14 weeks straight. It became the sixth best-selling game of 1996 in the United States. Super Mario RPG was the last SNES game released by Square in America, with Treasure of the Rudris and Treasure Hunter G as the last games released in Japan. Super Mario RPG was released on Virtual Console for Wii in Japan on June 24, 2008. It was released for the first time in Europe and Australia on August 22, 2008, on the Virtual Console for Wii. As part of the third Hanabi Festival, a period in which several games not previously available in Europe are released on the Wii's Virtual Console. It was released on Virtual Console for Wii in North America on September 1, 2008, with the distinction of being the 250th Virtual Console game released in that region. Super Mario RPG was released on Virtual Console for Wii U in Japan on August 5, 2015, in Europe and Australia on December 24, 2015, and in North America on June 30, 2016. It was also packed into the Super NES Classic Edition in 2017. 
a remake for the Nintendo Switch was released worldwide on November 17, 2023. And it's a dang good remake, I can tell you from experience. The remake of Super Mario RPG for the Switch was announced in June 2023 and released on November 17, 2023. It was developed for the Unity engine by Art Pizza, which had previously worked on games in Square Enix's Dragon Quest series. It features full 3D graphics, updated character and enemy names, with Princess Toadstool being called Princess Peach to reflect her modern nomenclature, and Frog Fuchis being renamed Frog Sage, with the option to switch between the original music and a newly arranged soundtrack by Shimamura. New battle mechanics include the ability to damage all enemies when performing perfect action commands, and powerful team-specific triple moves performed after building a gauge using successful action commands. Other additions include an easier difficulty setting, a bestiary to view enemies the player has encountered, and post-game content, including a sound player and more difficult boss rematches. According to the review aggregator Metacritic, it received generally favorable reviews, and 96% of critics recommended it on OpenCritic. Super Mario RPG received positive reviews. Though its battle system and characters were criticized by a few critics, it garnered praise for its graphics and for humor. Nintendo Power's review commented that the excellent 3D graphics helped the game appeal to a much wider audience than most traditional RPGs. In March 1997, Nintendo Power nominated the game for several awards, including Best Graphics in a Player's Choice Contest, though Super Mario 64 won Best Graphics. Electronic Gaming Monthly praised the graphics, stating that they were the best seen on the Super NES. Scary Larry of GamePro gave the game a perfect 5 out of 5 in all four categories, graphics, sound, control, and fun factor, and praised the rendered enemies, cinematics, and spell animations. 1UP.com stated that the graphic element is strong enough to resemble a Mario title, but still retains the role-playing theme at the same time. And Electronic Gaming Monthly commented, that the visuals are typical of Nintendo, using clean and colorful graphics along with nice animation. RPG Gamer editor Derek Caven called the backgrounds beautiful and stated that they perfectly bring the Mushroom Kingdom and surrounding areas into 3D. Skylar Miller from All Game stated that the graphics are absolutely outstanding, with colorful 3D rendered visuals that once seemed impossible on the Super NES. This is the high watermark for 3D graphics on any 16-bit system. The editor also called the music quite extraordinary and that the songs matched the mood of the surrounding environment. In the virtual console release, IGN's Lucas Thomas's review of Super Mario RPG stated that the game's experience completes itself with a compelling story, a humorous attitude, and a variety of interspersed minigames that break up the adventuring action. The publication also stated that the soundtrack is spectacular and a joy to listen to. And the graphics took full advantage of the system's 16-bit technology and looks great. Caven said that most of the battle system mechanics aren't very original and criticized the lack of a unified storyline. In contrast, a reviewer for Next Generation found that the battle system refreshingly differed from tradition and was pleased that the elements that stand out from the traditional formula are those that make this a recognizable Mario game. He wrote that the gameplay was complex enough to challenge even veteran RPG gamers, yet simple enough to not alienate newcomers to the genre. Scary Larry similarly said the game should please diehard RPG fans as well as novice players. 
as it is generally tough and offers considerable replay value in the form of side quests and bonus features such as Toroski's music levels. He also found Squaresoft's signature humor and puzzle solving to be as exceptional as usual. Miller commented that after engaging in many battles, the battle music becomes monotonous. And that after the game is beaten, there aren't any surprises to be discovered the second time around. While 1UP.com wrote that the characters were too childish for older gamers. Next Generation said the game is held together by the strength of its characters and well-developed world. In 2009, official Nintendo Magazine ranked the game 34th on a list of greatest Nintendo games. Electronic Gaming Monthly editors named Super Mario RPG a runner-up for both Super NES Game of the Year behind Tetris Attack and Role-Playing Game of the Year behind Blood Omen Legacy of Kane. In 2018, Complex ranked the game 8th on their best Super Nintendo games of all time. In 2023, Time Extension included the game on their best JRPGs of all time list. Super Mario RPG appeared on a reader-selected best game of all time list, such as 30th at IGN, and critic-selected best game of all times list, such as 26th in Electronic Gaming Monthly. Super Mario does not have a direct sequel, but it established conventions for its thematic and spiritual successors, the Paper Mario series and the Mario & Luigi series. Nintendo originally announced a game titled Super Mario RPG 2 for the 64DD, which was renamed Paper Mario before its release on the Nintendo 64. Themes shared with the original included the use of flower points as a shared party resource instead of each character having their own pool of magic points, timed action commands during battle, and the collection of seven stars. Fujioka and Makawa went on to work at Alpha Dream and worked on the Mario and Luigi's series. Yoko Shimomura returned, having composed the soundtrack for every game. Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga features a cameo of Gino in one of the minigames, and the end credits mention Square Enix as the copyright holder of the character. This cameo was removed for the game's Nintendo 3DS remake. After accumulating a massive debt by March 2018, Alpha Dream would file for bankruptcy in October 2019, leaving the future of the Mario & Luigi series in limbo. Various locations and characters from the game appear in the children's book Mario and the Incredible Rescue, released by Scholastic in 2006. Though his only starring role in a video game was in Super Mario RPG, Masahiro Sukuraya added the fan-favorite character Gino as a Mii fighter costumed to the crossover fighting game series Super Smash Bros. as paid downloadable content, attributing his inclusion to his matching arm cannon. Super Mario RPG is among the 21 pre-installed games on the Super NES Classic Edition in all regions, released in September 2017. Well, there you have it, folks. There is the history of Super Mario RPG. Now, like I said, I bought this back in the day when it was reasonable, when it first came out for the Super Nintendo, and I played it and I loved it. These days, it's very expensive to get that copy, so I would suggest if you want to play this game, get it on the Switch. It's just as fun, if not better, because it's portable. Hope you guys enjoyed this history down Super Mario RPG lane. I sure did. I learned a lot. You guys can always reach me at RetroBangaming at gmail.com if you have any questions or concerns, any corrections, or any future episodes you'd like to hear about. As always, take some time to play a game this week. You don't have to play this game, but play an RPG. They're pretty dang fun. They're a real time sink, too. Be good people. Be good to those around you, and keep on gaming.
Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please take a second to subscribe. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can at retrobendgaming at gmail.com. Thanks again, and as always, keep gaming.